Hi everybody, a very warm welcome to episode 46 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, my step-by-step guide to how I get the photos off my camera, open brackets, safely and securely, close brackets. I'm your host Rick and each week I'll try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. It is also my aim to be able to remember that so I don't have to read it off the screen. So who am I? While I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience with which I share with you on my podcast. And I'm quite old, so I've got quite a lot of experience. Right then, this is take four of my step-by-step guide to how I get the photos off my camera safely and securely. Now, I added the words safely and securely because it could have just been insert card into computer, import, done. There's more to it than that. And there's things I want to share with you, which I've learnt over the years. So let's do the written answer bit. I get the photos off my camera by inserting the memory card directly into a slot on my PC. I import the photos into Lightroom, which at the same time makes a backup of the import on a separate hard drive. I apply some presets to the photos in Lightroom and also carry out a cloud backup. I copy the photos to a hard drive stored off-site before I delete the photos from the memory card. I have all... I, <laughs> I nearly got there then, didn't I? I always have three separate sets of images in separate locations. And that's the key thing, really. I don't just import the photos into memory card then delete them. I have spare because I'm working commercially, I need to do that. I'm not saying you have to do all of these things, but the accepted good practice is you got them on a hard drive, on a separate hard drive, stored somewhere else, and also on the cloud, so you're never, ever going to lose all your photos. Okay, this is what I do. Like I said, you don't have to do it, but if you follow what I do, you will never have a problem with um, losing images, which I've never had, thankfully. Now, I know this sounds painful, but once you get into the routine of it, it becomes second nature. And I do genuinely do this all the time with all my photos. Now, I will mention the yellow case, the red case, and the soft case. Now, the yellow case contains blank memory cards, which have been formatted in camera, which are ready for use. Once I've taken some photos, I will put them in the red case. Now that might be at the end of a shoot, it might be at the end of a day, could be anything. I don't just fill up one memory card, then start another one. So I'm reducing the risk of having a corrupt memory card and losing everything. Once I've edited photos and they're on the hard drives, I then put them in a soft case, which I store in my office. So that's the three cases. We'll come back to that during the steps. Step one, I import the photos from the red case into Lightroom one card at a time. Now, it takes time, this. I'll come back to that, sorry. I have a single Lightroom catalogue with all my photos in. Just one catalogue. It's nice and easy. I know where everything is and it makes life so much better. I did at one point in the past dabble with more than one catalogue and it was a nightmare. When I import the photos, I apply some import presets, which are ones I've set in Lightroom. I'll come on to these in a separate... I think I'm doing processing images next week. I'm saying I think. I should know that, shouldn't I? Yep, come back next week. Next episode, sorry, I do more than one a week. I keep forgetting. So I apply import presets in Lightroom. I import the photos into a folder called import and then it sorts them by date. Photos are stored. My Lightroom catalog is on an external hard drive. When I import the photos into Lightroom, it makes a duplicate set which are on my computer hard drive. Now I could say this all sounds rather complicated, but this is all automated. I put the memory card in, couple of clicks and this all happens. Now, it takes time for all these things to happen because I'm asking Lightroom and my computer to do a lot. So what I do 
is I start off the import, then I go and do something else. I don't sit there and wait. I'll go and make a cuppa, have a beer, have something to eat. Who knows? I don't stress about the time it takes for Lightroom to do all these things. I just know it's going to take time and I'm fine with that. Step two, once all the photos are imported, I put that single memory card in the soft case, which goes in an office drawer. Obviously, if there's more than one memory card, they all go in the same case. This is so I know that these photos have been imported. I don't want to re-import them again. I know Lightroom's clever and it can tell if they're duplicates or not, but I just like to keep things as simple as I can do. Step three, what do I do with the photos on the cards? Well, once I've imported the photos into Lightroom, I copy them to an external hard drive, which I tend to do once a week, and that is stored off-site. When I've done that, I then delete the photos on the memory cards, and then they go into the yellow case, formatted, ready for use. And that's the only way I ever delete photos, is by formatting the memory card using the camera I'm going to use very important. Where do I put the photos? As I said, in a single Lightroom catalogue on an external hard drive. So why an external hard drive? Well, the answer is that the hard drive on my PC is a one terabyte hard drive and I filled that absolutely ages ago. So putting the photos on a four terabyte hard drive was one of the best things I ever did. It means my PC runs nicely, there's plenty of space on it and I haven't had a problem since I've done this. Step five, file structure in Lightroom. I'm going to come back to this in another episode. I mean, let's just fire up Lightroom now. I say fire it up, I've fired it up. Let's see how many photos. I've got 82,864 photos in this single catalogue. So I need to be able to find them. So I've come up with my own file structure. Now, we don't need to overthink these things. I've overthought this. I've come up with a very complicated system. I have since come up with a very simple system which works for me. So now I can find my photos in the Lightroom catalogue without using any fancy plugins, just fine. Step six, back up the catalogue. Every time I shut Lightroom down, I back up the catalogue. Step seven, with all those backups I'm doing, very, very important that you do this, and that is delete old backups. Now, I only need the last backup. I don't need the backup before that. So every now and then, when I remember to, I delete the old backups. Now this is the backups from closing Lightroom and also the import duplicates because these just clog up the hard drive and they're just duplicates and you need to keep on top of that because you can very quickly take up a couple of hundred gigabytes with photos. Not that I take that many. Let's summarize this one. I have everything in three places from the time when I import them into my computer. That is obviously once I take the photos. I mean, I've only got one memory card slot in my Canon 60. So up to that point, I just have one memory card, which is why I split my shoot over a number of cards to reduce the risk of losing everything due to one catastrophic card failure. So the photos are in a Lightroom catalog on an external hard drive, a duplicate import on my PC, Memory cards are copied to an off-site stored hard drive. Then I can format the memory card. And the third thing is not on my list, which is quite helpful. Oh, no, it's up there at step eight. I pay for cloud backup of everything on my PC, which runs in the background all the time. I use Backblaze. It costs me $5 a month, and it just it's automatic in the background. And that's what I do. Okay. A couple of follow-ups here. Why do I do this? Because I had problems in the past and nearly had a big loss of data. I had a computer crash and I'm now hopefully in a good place. A couple of side points. How big are my memory cards? I use 16 and 32 gigabyte memory cards only. I don't have massive memory cards. I don't take that many photos. Less is more. But I don't want to have thousands of photos on a memory card in case that memory card fails. 
I've never had a memory card fail, I have to say that, but still, it's worth taking these precautions. If you think about the time invested in getting photos, this is very important. What about card readers? I've had loads of card readers. I don't know a good one from a bad one, I'm not going to lie to you. Thankfully, my PC has a SD card reader built in, which is great. Okay, one-line summary. You need a system to safely and securely manage the digital files that are your precious photos. Yep, I wrote that. Okay, what do I want you to do now? Let me know your thoughts, please, on Twitter. You can find me. I'm at Rick Photo. Number two, subscribe to my podcast. If you enjoy this episode, of course, this helps me. Number three, rate and review my podcast. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, this helps me. And number four. Tell someone you know about my podcast. This helps me very much and is very much appreciated. Okay, 10 minutes. Hmm, we're over it. Still, the explainy bit isn't, so that's how I get around that one. Next episode, I've actually gone through a logical process here, haven't I, which is quite a surprise. So we're going to get straight into the next logical thing, which is my step-by-step guide to how I edit my photos. And I'm just going to be staring at Lightroom talking to you. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work as well as my photography blog where you can learn lots more about photography and me if you want and also please check out my photography explained podcast website where you can find out how to ask me a question find a list of episodes and also things i'm going to explain in future episodes and the website's up to date and complete which i'm absolutely delighted with and i'm really benefiting from not spending all that time working on it this episode was brought to you very much by the power of water yes i'm trying to embrace water i've been rick mcavoy thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 12 and three quarter minutes of your valuable time i'll see you on the next episode cheers from me rick my brand new course how to become a real estate photographer straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career is available to buy now find out more at rick forward slash courses